What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey people, I need a quick favour from you. If you enjoy the Takeoff podcast, please do take some time to subscribe and rate the podcast. You can do this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or any platform that you listen on. It really helps to spread the podcast to more people. And if you get a chance, share it too. I appreciate you. I think it's just a big misconception with investing is that you need to be some sort of millionaire or something before you start. And it just isn't true. And again, I'll come back to with the stock market, crypto, everything like that, that's struggling at the moment. It's good to have that diversity and have these other investments. Every gold coin is made for a specific reason. So generally they have historical significance. So for example, the Queen's Jubilee, it's, it's definitely one of my favorite investments. Like, to put it very simply, I've had like a 0% capital loss throughout the really? whole time. For the sake of transparency, at the moment, I've probably got like 30k in loans and probably another 10 in the next week or so. Welcome to the Takeoff Experience, where I sit down with highly driven people to talk about their journey, their failures and their successes. If you want to take off in your career, your business, your finances, or your mindset, then this podcast is for you. Welcome back to the Takeoff Experience. How are you doing today, Kevin? Yeah, I'm very good. Thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good and good. Um, I'm late actually today to the studio because there's a lot of traffic on uh, on my drive here. So yeah, that was a bit uh, stressful. And then I literally got to the end of the road. And then there was traffic lights, like new traffic lights. I was like, no, okay, today is just a, <laughs> it's just a bit of a nightmare. Um, so yeah, let, introduce yourself. Uh, who Who is Kevin? So Kevin, if you haven't already copped, is Irish. <laughs> I am currently a wealth management contractor. Okay. Entrepreneur, <laughs> founder of KC Capital. <laughs> and serial investor okay wow serial investor we're going to talk a little bit about alternative investments actually today uh so okay so you, you say you're um a contracting wealth manager can you give us a bit of an insight into the day in life yeah for sure so well my day officially starts at 9 a.m roughly but 
I'm usually trying to get to the gym before work nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, then standard, either I'm in the office or I'm working from home. Um, normal nine to five, really. Mm-hmm. And after work nowadays, I'm obviously working on my own business. Yeah. So it's a lot of working at the moment. It is a lot of working. It is a lot of working. Like I was saying, like just a minute ago, obviously I'm finishing up in the corporate stuff this Mm -hmm. week. So it's all sunshine and rainbows at the moment. Yeah. And you're you're planning to travel, right? You were telling me. Yeah. Yeah. Travel. And obviously I'll be doing KC Capital stuff as well. So cool. Cool. Digital nomad thing. Can you tell us a little bit about KC Capital? What it is? Yeah, for sure. So obviously I mentioned wealth management. Mm -hmm like wealth management in a swiss investment bank is essentially helping to manage the really high net worth clients money how high net worth how high they like millionaires oh wow okay do you actually speak to them no so i'm i'm a business analyst so i kind of work alongside the relationship managers i don't directly like handle the clients money or anything okay but honest i see a lot of the process yeah just from from that anyway okay um so i think with casey capital to be honest a lot of it was that i just kind of realized that obviously coming out of uni Mm -hmm. i was helping Mm -hmm. to manage these people's money yeah and not even really having much money myself okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was an entirely the case so was the case yeah it was like an entirely different situation Mm -hmm. to obviously figure out what to do with myself to get Mm -hmm. to that sort of stage yeah and i think i just kind of realized especially from like my friends Mm -hmm. uh, people at home and stuff that like people don't really know what to do in terms of investing a lot nowadays even some of the basic financial literacy stuff is kind of missing and that kind of just made me feel like okay there's there's a need here for someone to help people with things like this and also it's kind of nice to help people that are a bit more average and like on the lower scale of wealth as opposed to just these these people that don't necessarily <laughs> even notice you know it's interesting isn't it right like is it interesting because you've you've been in that world and you've you've experienced it and have you found that is their financial literacy better i mean of course they've like engaged you know you you guys to do it but are they, is their financial literacy like better or it depends i think i mean because i don't have like direct client access a lot of the time i don't even get to see what they uh what their kind of setup is Mm -hmm. but to be honest i do think it is a bit of a case of here's here's this you guys handle it you know they don't necessarily have to think about it too much um and obviously to get to that stage a lot of them will have had good investing skills or even just knowledge but i think there's a lot of them that are kind of born into that sort of lifestyle as well that would be nice (laughs) (laughs) that would be really nice oh man um okay that'd be your kids though right yeah yeah well yeah hopefully yeah that's what we're trying to do generational uh wealth uh yeah trying to pass on to the kids 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 (laughs) all the way down but we have to make sure that they know how to manage it as well not just like passing it on and they they don't know what to to do with it you know um i think it is very important yeah you could pass on generational wealth Mm -hmm. and it will it could last 24 hours if your kids don't know what they're doing with it exactly and yeah that would be that would be a nightmare (laughs) wow that's so cool so okay so you mentioned that you're a serial investor what what sort of things do you um, invest in at the moment so 
it does it does obviously vary from like time to time um but quick list of stuff that i generally help people with and invest in myself is obviously the likes of isas index funds gold coins is a big one you mentioned alternative investments Mm -hmm. that's one of those peer-to-peer loans uh dividend producing bonds a small bit of angel investing okay um, oh nice couple other things some of the some other small like riskier plays like trading algorithms and bots and things like that that's kind of more smaller money um that can also produce like the best returns but it's not it's not like a big part of my net worth obviously interesting interesting Mm -hmm. and we wanted to talk mostly about peer-to-peer loans today um how did you get into that yourself how did i get into that so i think again as i mentioned like Mm -hmm. when i started contracting i think it was just a big uh it was a it was different to what i was normally used to i kind of had to learn to manage my money a lot better Mm -hmm. um and I just was researching like every day in, day out, really. Um, there's two types of peer-to-peer loans. So I think I kind of came across them like at separate times. Mm-hmm. But honestly, one of them was Google search, searching myself. And then another one was probably like from more from like a networking standpoint. I would have met some people um, that were looking to raise money. And kind of came across it in like a more informal way as opposed to like looking for a peer-to-peer loan okay that's interesting and for those that don't know what is a peer-to-peer loan so it's it's quite simple actually it's it's a you hear peer-to-peer loan and no one really knows what you're talking about but at the end of the day it is just a loan between two people you're essentially well think about it this way if you keep your money in the bank or normal current account, you're essentially loaning your money to the bank and they're going to invest it on your behalf or keep all the profits, except for obviously 1%, 2% interest yearly. Peer-to-peer lending is the exact same thing. It's just you're replacing the bank with someone else, essentially, and you're getting a lot better of an exchange rate or an interest rate in exchange. And that's that's the gist of it, really. Yeah. Um, there is a couple of ways you can do it. So, like, peer-to-peer basically implies, like, person-to-person. It can be, like, a, between a person and a business, but there's some issues there as well you need to be kind of concerned with. Um, but, yeah, generally it's either directly with a business connection or partnership or it's true like a marketplace or platform that like enables it essentially yeah yeah and what, what's been your experience can you take me through your experience with peer-to-peer and yeah like has it been successful for you has it not been what you thought it would be I, d- I don't think it's been what i thought it would be but it's definitely been successful like in all honesty it's it's definitely one of my favorite investments like to put it very simply, I've had like a 0% capital loss throughout the really? whole time. So okay, that's interesting. No losses at the end of the day is not something you can't really complain. Um, gen, like Usually I'll have some money invested in a, in a loan, but at the moment in particular, it's a, it's a bit more. So like for the sake of transparency, 
at the moment i've probably got like 30k in loans and probably another 10 in the next week or so okay so it's obviously something that i trust myself i've had really good success with it i don't think i've actually had a single issue yet and fingers crossed it'll stay that way um but yeah i i I try and do both ways as i mentioned you can do it like via a platform online or um directly with people you know and i have like developed quite a few like contacts over the past few months in particular and years um who i like have good relationship with now i've done it a couple of times and yeah as i said i've no issues i'm gonna be continuing for the for the future definitely talk me through the one that's not a platform because i'm familiar with the platform one but the one that's off platform yeah talk me through that that's that seems quite interesting yeah so as i said like that's what kind of happened with the networking so to speak although at the time it was literally just i was kind of inquiring about uh getting into property and I just, someone put me in touch with one of their friends. I ended up speaking to him for a while. He helped me um, with just strategies and things. And at the time, I kind of decided not to go that route, but for now. But um, he, like, I'd been following him for a while then, and I saw he was looking for, like, investment, essentially. So he was just um, putting out online, okay, look, I'm looking to raise however much um for some project i'm working on so having spoken to my i wanted some more details essentially we kind of you essentially need to sit down with this person go through their investment pack they'll generally have um something that they're raising money for and probably have been raising enough money that they can't be just getting like tons of mortgages yeah so they're obviously looking for external investors so they'll have like an investment pack of look if you invest this amount for this length of time um this is what i'm going to be using it for um so you get like a good kind of insight into actually what your your money is going to be going towards and then it's literally a case of going through the terms so you need to agree interest rate length of period generally and ideally there's collateral on hand so if it goes badly they have something back in it in terms of security small that's small yeah and yeah then once you've agreed terms you've gone through the proposal the investment pack it's literally just a case of signing that sending them the money and then from there it's completely passive and that's probably the best part of it from my perspective is that once you've given them your money essentially you don't actually have to do anything and you're earning every single month wow um so yeah that's that's the that side of it that must have been nerve-wracking and um were there like like because it sounds like you obviously you vetted them were, were there anything in particular that you were looking for just to assure you that yeah this is um it's safe to give this person my money well, that's the thing, and like you kind of summed it up there, is that when it's when it's the direct loans and it's not like through a platform, you're not really investing in, like let's say property or whatever the loan is for. You're you're generally investing in the person because at the end of the day, they are going to use it for what they said, but it's kind of on them to 
get the money together to be able to pay you back. Mm-hmm. Um, so from my perspective, I wanted to get to know the person. You should meet them in, in person. Contract is really important. Like at the end of the day, no one wants to have to follow up on a contract and go through lawsuits and everything. But so long as it's there in place to cover you, you don't have to worry as much. And you should be making sure that obviously there's um specifics in terms of securities length of length of period if it runs over the time period are you going to get extra interests or because if you don't cover that and i have found that like a lot of the time they won't necessarily automatically include that so you could be stuck in a position where you've loaned your money out for six months but you end up having to loan out for a year and nothing changes in terms of return which you want to cover of course um but yeah i mean the first time it was a little bit nerve-wracking but at the same time i had spoken to this guy and quite a lot and had known him previously and i'd and i'd seen all the like work he had done already so I was pretty comfortable being honest and he also was in a similar position to me he's like working part-time as like a business analyst as well so I could relate to the guy and I'd seen anyway what he had been doing in terms of the property space and I didn't really have too much worries to be honest okay okay interesting interesting Mm -hmm. and have you done um peer-to-peer loans on platforms as well yeah so that's how I started initially actually and that's kind of how I became familiar with it there is there's quite a lot of platforms that offer it you said yourself you're Mm -hmm. familiar with it but to be honest from what I've seen a lot of them are questionable you do which ones are the questionable ones (laughs) actually we allowed to name names I don't know (laughs) no actually maybe let's not name names because I'm not (laughs) trying to get anybody you know but there are questionable (laughs) okay so what what since we can't name names what can um what should people look out for well i mean a lot of the time the likes of Trustpilot will will tell you what you need to know Mm -hmm. in terms of um questionable platforms because i know myself if i feel like i've been like scorned or done badly by something i'm gonna review it more often than not um so i think if obviously there's a lot of negative reviews something to avoid you also like with with the platforms you do really have to do your due diligence so for example um i think if there's a ton of loans and they're not necessarily getting funded easily that's kind of a negative sign because at the end of the day if the platform you you want the platform to have been doing a bit of due diligence themselves so you ideally they're going to have vetted the project to a certain degree and um are comfortable to put it on their platform anyway but if there's just tons of platform or sorry tons of uh, projects that aren't getting funded like why why is that is there something wrong there maybe um also to be honest there is only one platform that i found that i actually would recommend to people and that's because they have again similar to myself they have a zero percent capital loss over like a 10-year period yeah which is encouraging they're fca authorized they've won tons of awards specific peer-to-peer lending awards and 
well, I can get into the specifics of how that one works if you want. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good for the listeners to just, yeah. Yeah, so I think, like, one thing I kind of say to people with the peer-to-peer lending is, like, one of the reasons that I do it is for diversity. So, like, for example, at the moment, I know you're relatively invested in stocks yourself. They're not doing amazingly. They're not. (laughs) (laughs) They're not, no. (laughs) And a lot of people are feeling feeling that at the moment, whereas with the peer-to-peer lending, for the most part, it's a set interest rates over set periods so you don't really feel a difference for things like that um but in terms of diversity with this particular platform it has an auto invest feature so basically you upload your money and and this is a good one for people that want to get into property but don't necessarily have the capital because the minimum upload is like 500 pounds so that's the starting point and once you've uploaded that you it you turn on this auto invest feature and this is obviously now if you let's say you have spare money and you're not necessarily looking to know the full details of every single project that you invest in because basically it your money sits on the platform and the auto invest feature filters it into various projects that are looking for funding on like a daily basis or every other day so you're talking about 50 pounds or less or more depending on what you set it to just being loaned out constantly into various projects so obviously you're getting the diversity aspect of like being invested in property but you're also having your money loaned out to tons of different projects so even if even if one project is a fail and I haven't seen that yet. You're losing out in fifty pounds, and you're probably going to make that back in interest from the other projects. So it's quite a good one that way. At the end of the day, you're not really risking much in terms of individual projects. One thing to note there actually is, although I spoke about like the stocks being down right now, there is like a lot of people talking about the possibility of like a property crash. Which is yeah. something that you, if you are looking at peer-to-peer loans, it is something to consider because yeah, at the end of the day, your money is like, and this is one thing that I'll tell people is you should relate to or have an interest in whatever it is you're loaning your money to. At the end of the day, you don't really have to care because your money is getting loaned out and someone else is dealing with it. You don't need to be in the details of what they're investing in. But you shouldn't really invest in anything that you don't agree with either. So if it's property, maybe something to keep in mind going forward is that certain property developers are probably not going to make it true if there is a, some sort of crash at some point. So Yeah, yeah. it is It is interesting. I, I'm going to talk to you offline. I might know the peer-to-peer lender you're talking about. I might know them because mm-hmm. I think I may have used them before. Okay. I'm still invested in in peer to peer right now. Okay. There is one that I'm using that is really good. I can't say it on here. If anybody wants to know, just DM me on Instagram and I'll tell you yeah, who it is. Um, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, this one's good. I think we might be talking. This, I think I found at least two really good ones okay. that I know that have got really good track records. And how did I find out? Um, I found out through 
obviously doing due diligence, looking at articles, but there's um, a peer-to-peer forum as well, which was quite good. Okay, cool. Um, so you just, like like you say, people give feedback, right? And what, what's even more interesting is that all the loans that go on the platform, people comment about them on the forums. So you see all the T's, if people have defaulted, if they've lost money, you see all the full details about it. And also those platforms, um, they have admins for themselves. So they actually reply to people on the forums. Yeah, yeah. so it's quite, it's really quite cool. Um, But yeah, no, I I do take your point um, um, in terms of looking for platform that's going to diversify, has a good track record where they have a... um, um, lost a lot of money. Um, another thing that I looked for back then when I first got into peer-to-peer was, um, I can't remember the exact term for it. It was basically having like, they have funds, like a funds to cover any defaults. I can't remember what it was called okay. now. Yeah, um, and then finally was asset. It's asset backed as well. Um, it has an asset as collateral, like you, like you said. Um, it is, it is interesting because we are looming like, potentially a recession as they say and property crash so we, we're not sure what will happen i think i think in the last recession i think another peer-to-peer actually no another peer-to-peer went bust but it wasn't due to a recession i think they just went bust i can't remember it was a really big one i don't know if you remember which one i'm talking about i don't think so you know but to be honest like this is one of the reasons that i, I yeah. prefer the direct loans yeah because at the end of the day, if a platform goes bust, it mm. doesn't matter if the individual project is going well or not. At the end of the day, it's going to screw up your funds somehow. Um, whereas, as I said, like with the direct loans, I I feel like I'm investing in the person regardless. And I think you need to have faith in whoever it is that you are loaning a, a larger sum of money to in any case no matter what it is you're doing and i just think i don't really have any worry with the with the people that i work with to be honest wow it sounds like it's you're almost like an angel investor right now then right well yeah. in a way um, yeah i guess so actually it's it's funny because something that i recently thought is that a lot of a lot of my investments is some sort of loan in some sort of way so like you said uh angel investing if we're talking specifically companies um that's kind of like the standard use case whereas you can consider the peer-to-peer loans angel investing in a way as well yeah it kind of is actually it kind of is is really wow and also Uh, like even just the bonds that i mentioned yeah so like at the end of the day a bond is an iou it's essentially a loan as well so I think just cutting out the bank nowadays actually offers you like quite a lot of opportunity. Which yeah. If you, if you really study and you um, let, look into alternatives, peer-to-peer lending was definitely one of the first ways that I looked to, to grow my money um, before I, I got into the stock market. And yeah, I got, I got, I got decent returns from it. I'm still, I'm still doing, I'm still involved in peer-to-peer lending. Mm-hmm. Not directly like you, maybe in the future I'll do something like that. But yeah, I am, I am still involved. Fantastic. Is there like, what risks would you say that people should be aware of when it comes to peer-to-peer lending? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no investment is risk-free nowadays, realistically. Um, I think 
it's the same as any market. There's there seems to be scammers. No matter what you're investing in nowadays, there's going to be someone there that's going to try and take your money off you. Um, so I haven't I haven't come across anyone yet that's like posed as a, an investor looking for funds. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if that's happening. And just don't take anyone's word for it. You know, make sure that you've got like the contracts in place. Proof of ID is like a, a big thing at the end of the day. And ideally, if you're loaning someone a large amount of money, you know them personally or have someone to vouch for them. So like, for example, myself, I obviously did the due diligence on my, on the people that I work with and I do connect people to them if if that's like something they're interested in um so in that sort of case you're kind of limiting the risk a bit but definitely watch out for um scammers essentially uh, or anyone posing as as an investor uh also with the platforms again that is naturally going to be a risk some platforms just don't just don't do any vetting in advance and you'd want to make sure that they're going to like actually cash you out things like that i think to be honest if you're going through the right means there isn't a huge amount of risks obviously if you're investing in someone who's investing in a specific area so property which is the most common thing really with peer-to-peer there's obviously risks that come with each industry so i think majoritively the one the people that i work with do invest in property themselves so naturally with exposure to the property market i'm exposing myself to some risks that come with the property market at the end of the day they if they end up going bust because of the property doesn't work for them then that's that's a risk for me um, but again you should be alleviating all these risks with collateral contracts things like that yeah um yeah i mean there's not there's not that much more have you have you seen anything else that you think is risky? um i think what you said in terms of front of platforms platforms that just list loads of loans i've yeah there's there's some platforms that will list crazy amount of loans and they offer like crazy interest rates um 15% up which is mad right I think I kind of take it not with a pinch of salt I kind of say the high I think the general rule of thumb is the higher the interest rate is the more risky you are the the investment you're trying to to do is um so yeah there are some platforms that will offer a lot of alternatives and but they don't offer any collateral so they say oh yeah 15 to 20% no collateral they have like 50 loans for you to, you know, and you know that probably 30 of those loans are just going to default at at some point. So, yeah, I would say that those two things, like watch out for ones with crazy, crazy high interest rates, uh, lots of loans, because it, like you said, it means that they're not really vetting them. And then also, oh, I, can't, I can't remember my final point. Oh, it'll get back to me. The ones I like, the one that, one of my favorite one is, they barely post any loans because you know that they've in it. I think they only have like one or two a month. And when those come, 
they get sold out like that because we know into it. exactly exactly so i mean those are the ones that you want to get into that's yeah. that's a a big incentive in my mind yeah if, if it's selling out or funding millions of pounds in literal seconds yeah like obviously it's something that people are trying to get into so yeah, yeah. you kind of want to be one of those people if you can and if that's what you're trying to invest in yeah yeah but i agree also like with the higher interest rates in all honesty with any investment if it looks too good to be true yeah it, it probably is probably is yeah it's yeah you just gotta just be careful and just diversify i think diversification is very very important don't put all, all of your eggs in one basket and talk about all your eggs in one basket i wanted to, uh, to talk to you about gold coins because that's not something i'm invested in so it'd be nice to hear a bit more how did you get into into yeah the coins stuff so yeah to be honest with you until i started in this myself i don't think i really met many or any people that were investing in gold in that way and to be honest it's something that i could actually i could talk about for hours really <laughs> yeah it's, wow again this i i told i said that peer-to-peer -peer lending is one of my favorite investments yeah. but the gold coins is definitely definitely up there as well wow so and again, I'll come back to uh, with the stock market, crypto, everything like that, that's struggling at the moment. It's good to have that diversity and have these other investments that either will be, remain consistent, so the peer-to-peer -peer loans for the most part, it remains consistent in terms of in interest that you receive and fixed terms with the gold coins. Well, firstly gold in general as an investment for the most part if if everything is going badly economy wise the war or covid everything like that that generally makes the price of gold rise because people see it as a a safety net um and even governments so you saw the likes of russia heavily investing in, in gold right before everything kind of kicked off so gold in general has like perks and people often like put it in their portfolios to kind of offset some of the risk of some growth stocks and things but i don't really or i haven't at all really invested in gold aside from the coins okay and there's a number of reasons for that so firstly it's not just the value of the gold that affects the price so they have good gold content so it does the price does rise and fall with the price of gold but they also ha have like inherent value from other things. So there's something that I call double rarity, which I okay. basically made up to be honest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually a Casey Capital coined term. Um, but basically what I mean by that is gold obviously is like a, it's not infinite, you know, it has, there's only a certain amount of gold in the world. And it, because of that, its value comes from the rarity but with gold coins there's only a certain amount of every coin minted so they're scarce anyway and they have they're also rare in their own way so that's what kind of what i mean by the double rarity you get you're getting rarity kind of from two angles also every gold coin is made for a specific reason so generally they have historical significance so for example the Queen's Jubilee happened recently enough. 
they'll mint coins for specific occasions like that. And those are kind of the three main like value points. So one thing I found is even if the price of gold, which is has is quite inflated at the moment, is to massively decrease, it doesn't really matter because the other factors kind of keep the price where it should be or upwards. And that's not it to be honest. So one of my favorite things, and you know, everyone talks about ISAs and like tax being tax efficient things mm-hmm. like that but one thing with the gold coins is because it's technically legal tender still you don't pay any uh, taxes on capital or capital gain taxes at all so any money that you make or any profits that you make when you sell it is completely tax-free which is a nice advantage there's also this is an interesting one but you know with any collectible, if it, if it becomes discontinued, you know, if you have like a Rolex that gets discontinued, the value generally increases by a lot. With the gold coins, it can be hard to tell when something's going to get discontinued because you don't know when or why they'll stop minting a specific coin. But one thing I'd say is that because all the coins at the moment have the queen's face on them, when she eventually is to leave us, those coins effectively will be discontinued. So they'll stop minting gold coins with her face on them. Right. From that point onwards, there'll never be a gold coin with her face on it again. So naturally, over time, the ones that are there now and that people hold now are going to increase in value quite steadily from that point. It's kind of a hard one to like measure, but... That's something that I'm gonna hold. I'm not holding out for her. <laughs> yeah, that would be harsh, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's a it's an upside if she does pass away. Okay, um, those will all likely increase quite a lot. Also, I could, as I said, I could go on for a while about these. We'll definitely do a part two on it. Yeah, definitely yeah, for sure. That is, it sounds it sounds like interesting. I wanted to. Okay, I've got a few follow up question before we wrap up um around the gold coin so how did you how do you how do you find them and how do you make sure that they are authentic okay so that's a big that's a good question actually so firstly not every gold coin that you buy is going to be uh, a good investment so i only really invest in commemorative gold coins so they'll have a grading on them so you know like you can get cards and things graded by official official companies or whatever it's the same thing with gold coins there's the ngc and the pgcs i think or something along those lines it's just a grading service so it'll have a code that you can look up but at the end of the day if you buy something off ebay it could easily just be a picture of something, you know, and there is there is quite a market for like fake gold coins. So you need to have a trusted broker is all I would really say. So that's actually how I came about with this is that a friend of mine's brother works for uh, one of these brokers in London. And because I know him personally, obviously anything I buy through them I know is legit. They also 
the, the way their business model works is like fantastic for me as an investor because they'll only take profit when you eventually sell it back to them. So if you buy something off them right now, they're not taking any commission or anything. So you're getting the, essentially the cheapest price that you can get. But also they will only sell you coins that they see as good investments because they'll take a set percentage of 4% at the end when you sell it back to them. Right. So if they're taking a set percentage of 4% and you end up losing money, that's a nightmare for them. They've, they've made no profit. So they're only going to sell you coins that they know will do well over time. Because that 4% could be 4% of 30 grand or it could be 4% of 100 pounds. You know, they're going to take um, 4% regardless. So they want you to profit. You obviously want to profit. It's kind of like a win-win situation, to be honest. Wow. That is such epic. <laughs> you got to have to, we got to have to talk. I'll, I need the contacts. <laughs> well, that's one thing. If anyone is intrigued slightly by what I kind of said there, whether it's the peer-to-peer or the gold coins, just feel free to drop me a message. I'll happily introduce you to my broker. Um, or if you want to do the peer-to-peer lending through someone that you, you trust, I'll facilitate that either directly or... So I'll put you in contact with my contacts. Or if you really want to be safe and guarantee your money, I'll probably take the loan as well myself. But there'll be... A percentage fee, of course. Of course. Yeah, you got you got to do what you got to do, right? Well, Are you doing that with other people at the moment yet? Yeah, yes, I yeah. have done that a couple of times. Okay. Um, it's something that, like, being honest, until I'm more uh, well-known, I suppose, I'm not going to get it from a lot of people that don't know me personally. Because at the end of the day, anyone's skeptical handing over money to someone um yeah it's only it's only yeah that's understandable but no it's all and as well because like i obviously if i'm taking people's money and facilitating loans like that then i need to be um very sure in the loan that i'm also going to put it into so haven't done a huge amount of them yet but obviously now my, my relationships have gone really well with the lend with the um people that i lend to so i think it'll be something that i'll be doing a lot more of in future yeah definitely want to um hear more about that no thank you so much it's been great um hearing more about peer-to-peer loans and like i said we're definitely going to do uh, a second episode on uh, gold coins and any other coins that you um, invest in um can you like what's next for you what, what do you have planned next so i mentioned this in my last week in the corporate thing so i think the next month is going to be pretty relaxing being honest uh but from that point onwards i expect everyone to see a lot more kc capital going to be putting out a lot more content i'm also working on my offerings so right now i'm either doing consultations directly mentorship packages or uh, i have a patreon subscription which is kind of like a cheaper way of getting all all this information because i want it to be accessible as well but i'm have a few things in mind i think there'll probably be courses and things at some point but yeah after that month of probably relaxing now for august i think i'm going to be basically doing what i'm doing now except ideally abroad and do a bit of travel at the same time that that sounds that sounds so so dope and where can people find you so i have my website so www.kccapital.co.uk I'm on every social media, uh, so my Instagram is probably the easiest place to reach me. 
And that's KC capital underscore LTD. Although if you do search something similar to that on any social media, you will, you will find me. Okay, perfect, perfect. And have you got a final word for the listeners? Uh, yeah, so one thing I'll say, I'll just say is because obviously I'm doing this or I said I'm doing this because I'm trying to help the more average investor, the more average person to invest their money and handle their money properly. I think there's just a big misconception with investing is that you need to be some sort of millionaire or something before you start. And it just isn't true. If you're listening to this and you've been curious about investing for a while, you don't you don't need to go into anything scary to begin with. You can start really simple. There's investments there for everyone, no matter what your risk profile. And to begin with, you can always start with your like investing foundations so your credit emergency fund ice has the basics really and kind of work your way up and get used to it and also everyone's aware obviously the cost of living is getting crazy at the moment i think what was was the most recent one 9.1 percent yeah about that yeah 9.1 percent yeah inflation at the end of the day it's becoming a necessity um but just in terms of helping to deal with the cost of living, I recently set up some new partnerships. So if anyone is looking to get a cheaper quote on their car insurance, life insurance, any sort of insurance actually, bills, phone contracts, Wi-Fi, home boiler insurance, anything wow. like that, message, drop me a message because... It's crazy. Only in the last few weeks, I've met a lot of people and and it, I'm literally able to guarantee savings on all those things at the moment. Wow. And it's something that, in particular, energy at the moment, it's getting out of hand. The new price cap is crazy. So you need to be doing what you can now to reduce these costs. And all it really takes right now is to drop me a message and we'll try and get you a cheaper quote on whatever plan it is you have. And finally... Make sure if you're listening to this and you don't know my guy Atto here, <laughs> follow and tune into his podcast because there's a load of good information there. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's been it's been great having you, Kevin. Uh, thanks so much into your insights, into your world, peer to peer loans, gold coins. I'm I'm so intrigued. I can't wait for the second episode about gold coins. I know so many people are going to be pumped to hear about that because it's not something that we we speak about and i think when when something's unknown people get scared about it even with peer-to-peer loans a lot of people don't speak about peer-to-peer loans but you know like you said there's an element of risk in everything it's just about learning how to manage that risk um because there are rewards and there are people making you know making money from this so yeah hopefully we can help them thanks listeners for listening to this episode of the takeoff experience and uh yeah we'll, we'll see you next week Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.